All right, what's up, Stu? What's up, Kevin? How are you doing today? Doing good. What are we talking about today? We are talking about the art of listening, empathy, and kind of everything in between. Wow, that's a very, very deep and broad topic. Yes. So I, I guess where we could start maybe is how do you listen? How do you listen? I don't know. You open your ears. You just kind of take in the world around you. Um, but I know what you mean by that. What What do you mean by how do you listen? I think a lot of people go through life hearing things, but not really processing and absorbing what they're what they're taking in mm-hmm. from the world. You know, in one ear, out the other. Mm-hmm. That's the motto. Right? Yeah. I'm too busy. I don't have time to focus. I don't have time to care about what you're doing. I can't put myself in your shoes. I think that's the definition of empathy in a nutshell. Um, and I think why this topic is so important that we're discussing today is because it will really help you find some sort of inner peace and also some sort of balance and a way to just get through to people and just get through with over um, whatever conflicts you have, uh, whether it is at work, with your friends, with your with your significant other, or you know, just if you come across a person that you just can't seem to align with, mm-hmm. how to overcome those issues. And I think empathy is a very powerful tool. I agree 100%. And it, it listening is so critical for relationships, right? I, I think we talked a lot about sales in the past episodes, but even sales alone, it's not so much of what you say, but how much you understand about that person and mm-hmm. how much uh, you sincerely care to put yourself in their shoes to see how you could solve their needs and their problems. Um, how, 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 what's a good way to practice listening? I think the reason why it's, it's hard to practice listening is because a lot of us have a lot of thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. We want the world to hear what we have to say, mm-hmm. but it's really, really hard for you to just slow down and just take in what the world has to tell you. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's because it's always about me. It's always about I have to share this idea or I need recognition for this thing. When really all of us, if we all just step, take a step back and just understand that, you know, the other person just wants to be heard. A lot of times you don't even have to do anything. All you have to do is just sit passively and just engage in listening, you know, yeah. and, and you in a way actually garner a lot more respect and a lot more attention and just a lot more cooperation with the other person that you're talking with. A lot of times, you know, you and I are both, you know, have some experience in sales and I find that the, the best success happens when you're only talking one third of the time and the client is talking two thirds of the time. Yep. That's how you know that you've sparked their interest, they're engaging in conversation with you and you're taking what you're hearing, actively listening to it, not just giving a generic blanketed answer to the, to the client, and turning the script back on them or relating things back to what what they said like maybe even something as simple as hey i remember your kid's name i remember your wife's name or your husband's name or your mm-hmm. your father-in-law's name right i remember when you guys like to commute mm-hmm. or i remember the favorite restaurant that you guys like to go to if you can if you can even bring up small details like that about another person mm-hmm. when you're conversing with them they'll they'll feel wow you know kevin you're you're really listening to me. Not a lot of people can remember these details. Not a lot of people care about these details, but it's these small things that are surface level things that that go a long way in terms of building that respect and that way to get through to people because they see that, ah, you're not just here to to 
selling something, right? You're here to actually understand my story. You see my picture, you see where I'm coming from, and therefore you can show me where I should go. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that power of empathy. Yeah. <clears throat> I think you, you bring up a really good point. It's like the you first mentality and understanding you putting your feet into the shoes of someone else and really understanding them sincerely. I think aside from it benefiting that person and you being able to serve that person the best, it's also beneficial for you, right? Um, when you listen, you gain value. You're able to understand or obtain a you piece of knowledge. Quicker. You learn. You learn things, right? Um, and when you constantly think you know everything, or you feel like you always need to talk and add value to it, uh, to a conversation, you gain nothing from that, right? So I think a big mistake that I see a lot, like some people make, um, is hey, let's say you're standing next to. Warren Buffett. Let's just say for an example, all right? You're standing next to Warren Buffett. The greatest investor of all time. Greater, greatest investor of all time, right? And let's say you're in the investing industry, right? And you want to maybe be mentored by him or learn from him, right? Um, how do you go about approaching that, right? There's one way you could be uh, trying to impress him with all your investing oh, knowledge. I know all this. I, I know, know all. That. I've done this. Exactly. To try to impress him. Or on the flip side, you can just say, hey, Warren, you've been really successful with investing. This is kind of where I'm at right now. You know, what do you think would be the best way to approach X, Y, and Z? Or what are some tips and advice? I just want to listen. I just want to pick your brain. Exactly. Because you get more value when you listen. You're not learning when you're when you're always talking though I, I will say this though there is value in talking about the things that you learn but that's kind of like a separate topic right but listening is super important with the intention to extract knowledge with the intention to really um, absorb and immerse yourself in what the other person is exactly saying. and if you learn nothing at least you learn more about that person so you you to listen i would say uh, very well is to have a hunger for knowledge Right. If you don't have hunger for knowledge, then you won't listen. Right. right. And if you're in a position where you're thinking, oh, I already know everything, you're likely not going to listen. I heard like a really good proverb. Um, I think my dad shared this with me. It's like an Eastern proverb. It's like, say you have a cup there, right? Mm-hmm. And you have a cup in front of you and you're pouring water in it. Um, and once it gets to the top, it kind of spills over, right? And you make a mess of yourself. If you want to fill your cup with more water, you got to empty it first, right? Mm-hmm. And so you could fill the cup up again with some more water and drink a second cup, right? So if you're that person who thinks your cup is full all the time, there's no way you're going to get more water. You have to finish your cup, throw it out, drink it before you can fill up your cup again. So water yeah. in a way is – the cup is symbolizing you. And yeah. water in a way is symbolizing your knowledge and maybe even your ego, mm-hmm. maybe even your thoughts. Exactly. Empty your thoughts so that you can absorb more thoughts. Exactly. Right? It's, also, it's funny that we're talking about analogies. Another one of my favorite analogies, I think, was something my brother shared with me. It, it could have been shared elsewhere before as well, but my favorite thing that he, he's always asked me is, Stuart, why is it that humans have only one mouth and two ears? And I was like, you know, that's it's really funny. Like, the way nature nature kind of designs things, it's kind of by design that we have two ears and only one mouth. It's it's his way of saying you should be listening twice as much as you're speaking. 
and that I couldn't agree with that more as as I've seen more and more things and events happen through my life how being able to listen is far more important than how great you are at, at talking about things. Sure, being a great talker has its merits, but being a great listener is much more powerful. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also something much easier for everyone to do. You know, not everyone's naturally the best speaker, but I think it's much easier for people to become better listeners. Yeah. Right? Doesn't require much in terms of talent. It just requires you to have an open mindset and also requires you to not make assumptions about people, right? The moment you make assumptions, it's like a, a barrier for yourself. You make assumptions about something about other people or yourself. Because you think you learned about them already. You think you already know everything yeah. or you have misinformation and whatever new information is coming in, you're not going to process it because you've already built up that wall, that mental barrier. So I think assumptions is another big thing that we're talking about since we're talking about empathy is we assume that everyone else on this planet thinks exactly the way we do. Every single person has a unique way of thinking, has a unique perspective and mindset. And when you try to impose your assumptions on other people, that's when you're going to have problems. That's where you're going to be like, damn, how come no one gets along with me? Like, how come other people just don't see things the way I do? The problem is not because they don't. It's just you are not able to see things from the way they see it, you know? Are there any examples that you could think of, you know, in your day-to-day life where assumptions are not matching and you can't see eye to eye? Hundred percent. I mean, I fall into that pitfall all the time, right? It, like, for example, you're trying to connect with someone and you're trying to get to know them a little bit better, but um, they're not receptive, right? They don't. They're not really connecting with you. You're not vibing in the way that you would with a friend. Um, and oftentimes I find that happens is I'm assuming something about them in the way that I talk or the way that I frame my questions. Um, and oftentimes when, when I, when that happens, I kind of think, got to think, okay, what is this person thinking right now? Like, does this person seem based on their body language? Are they having a bad day? Are they in a certain mood? Do I need to match that mood? Am I coming on too strong? Like things like that, I kind of reflect inward first and say like, okay, what are some assumptions that I'm having myself? Am I trying to pour everything that I think it should be towards them versus being receptive to what they're looking for? Um, I don't know if that was necessarily an example, but I would say, uh, from a day-to-day basis when you're trying to connect with other people is, you know, what are some ways that you're framing those questions, right? What are some ways that you're... Maybe you see a coworker yeah. and he or she's having a down day, right? Mm-hmm. You're probably not going to approach her like, hey, man, what's the next thing we're going to do? You know? Yeah. You're like, you have no empathy. Mm-hmm. Can't you see that I'm already kind of beaten up? I'm already a little bit down. Like, maybe you approach like, hey, are you doing all right? You know, like, is there anything I can help you with? Instead of coming at the other person like, hey, what are we doing next? What are we doing next? Come on, let's go. Let's like, go. Listening could happen with your eyes too. Yeah. In the way that you observe the world. Observation. The observation, right? And I think that's a part of listening too and observing. Um, so being able to observe things, listen to things, tailor yourself to scenarios to ensure that you get the most out of that, that specific moment. I think it takes a lot of patience though. It takes a lot of patience yeah, and, it's not easy. and self-reflection because you could have um, 
you know, some person yapping away, right? Um, and you're sitting there trying to listen, you need some, some sort of patience, right? And the way I, I practice that at least on a day to day basis is more of like just meditation and just like sitting there and doing nothing and listening to the things that are happening around me. Yes. Right. The, the natural inclination is to interject when something's happening. Right. When you see in a, a scenario happening, you're like, I do not agree with what's going on right here. I need to come in and I just need to voice my opinion and just kind of intrude on this. But I think having that ability to just, just slow down and just watch it play it out and then find a way to approach it from a non-confrontational standpoint is very important. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you you see two workers or co-workers are not getting along. Instead of just coming in and taking sides, maybe an example would be you would pick, you would listen to both sides of the story, you know, and bring the conversation or the conflict to the table and really actively listen have forced both sides to listen to each other and see where their complaints are. Because a lot of times, you, you and I know, like, if, if there's a conflict between two people, it's really, a lot of times, not because they hate each other. It's just because there's misunderstanding. And misunderstanding just comes from that miscommunication, not being able to see it from the other person's eyes. Right? Some people say, ah, oh, you know, vegan's the only way to go. You know, other people say, pescatarian's the only way to go. It, it just ultimately comes down to, you know, people have different ideologies about diets and, and health. And if you only believe one way is the right way, then you're never going to be open and receptive to, to the benefits of maybe the, the, the health benefits of other kinds of diets, right? Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of like that. Or even religion, for that yeah. matter. I, I, I like that topic a lot. The, the idea of being welcoming to diversity, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I heard a really, really great example that was talked about by, I think, Terry Crews. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talks about, like, okay, if you go on Fifth Avenue, right, and you, there's a Prada store there. Let's say Prada conquered the entire fa- fashion industry, right? And on Fifth Avenue, all the stores were Prada, right? Then Prada wouldn't be special anymore. Prada wouldn't be Prada. It would just be no one would want Prada anymore, right? They want something different. So you need Prada, you need Louis Vuitton, you, you need, need Chanel, you need Dolce & Gabbana right. in order for Prada to be Prada. And you need that diversity. Same thing on a different scale. Like if you eat Chinese food every day, then you're not going to, you're it's just gonna not going to, it's going to get bland. You're going right. to get so used to it. Then all of a sudden, you know, when, when you try something else, you can't eat the same thing every day. I mean, you can, yeah. but you're probably life, not going to enjoy it. Life becomes boring. You know, yeah. the magnitude to which you can enjoy the quality of your life depends on your openness, the openness of your mindset. Exactly. So although I, I'm not a big, you know, sort of like luxury brand shopper, but let's, let's say I'm, I'm, a, I'm a shopper and I like exclusively what Prada has to offer, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that I can't be open-minded and appreciate what Dolce & Cabana or these other luxury brands have, you know, maybe it's not my cup of tea, maybe it's not my style, but I can see why other people like that style as well. I want to add another point to kind of that whole thing is you need those other brands to also succeed as well. You need those other opinions to also succeed as well because it's just a balance. That's what makes your opinion yours, your preference yours, because if Everyone your brand has the, has the same thing and the same opinion that it's not like it's it's not interesting anymore there's no right? purpose there's no 
there's no no nuance to things yeah there's no contrast exactly yeah so I, I think i think that that in itself and how this ties back into everything is the appreciation for diversity and the appreciation for other people and different viewpoints and taking and having the patience to understand and art, and observe other viewpoints and appreciate them for what they are and hey who knows if someone's trying to share an opinion and doesn't align with your beliefs well that's fine just share empathy nod your head and move on to something else that you could relate on or move on to something or someone else like you don't have to or even better yet yeah you know if you want to take real understanding empathy to the next level mm -hmm. the next time you disagree with someone ask hey why is that why do you think that way i'm mm -hmm. curious i just want to know i'm not here to argue with you i'm not here to confront you or disagree with you but honestly just tell me why is it that you think b and i think a mm -hmm. right and if you can really just dissect why person has you know mindset b versus you have mindset a you might be able to find that there's actually not that much difference between the two of your your guys's mindsets and mm -hmm. a lot of times it's just framed differently it's just framed differently yeah. right like a person who's looking at a bridge right from the top and a person who's looking at a bridge from above right the person i guess looking from the bridge below might say you know it's really dark down here i can't get any sunlight here there's too much shade you know or whatever it is i can see the rust from the ocean beneath this bridge, this bridge looks pretty crap. It looks pretty nasty, pretty gross. It needs some renovations, right? Versus a person looking up from a skyscraper might look at it from afar and say, this is a massive, beautiful bridge. This is a feat of engineering. This is a marvel of engineering, right? It's all about your perspective. Everyone has different perspectives, you know, from what, I guess, what a stage in life you're in versus, you know, your upbringing, your experiences, and also the trials and the, um, you know, the conflicts that you've had to overcome, everyone, you don't know what, you know, the other person had, had, had to go through today to have a bad day, you know, or have a bad attitude, right? Or you don't know why this person is so jolly. Maybe something really good happened to them. You, you have to understand that everyone's coming from a different place and there's always usually a reason for why they're the way they are. Mm -hmm. And when you have that mindset, you stop judging people and you stop questioning, why is this person so weird? quote unquote, your definition of weird, you know, or it's like, why can't this person just be normal, you know? But if you knew their story, like maybe he has a special, special condition, you know, or maybe he's traumatized, or maybe, maybe there's some life altering event that happened to him. You don't know that. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of like another level of empathy that you need to understand. Yeah. Because you need empathy in order to really listen, listen to the different sounds, observing. I think all of those things are, are super, super important. Um, and the, the inner peace, you know, aspect of mm -hmm. it, like when you're able to do that, that ability to just process things and accept it, mm -hmm. even though it's not what you want or the mm -hmm. way you expect it to be, um, you're able to just relax your mind. You know, your mind's less stressed. You know, you don't beat yourself up so much for mm -hmm. having disagreements with people. You're able to accept disagreements uh, much more easily when, when you have that mindset. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, and I think um, one thing that I really do on a day-to-day -day basis to at least help with that, for me, in nature, I'm really impatient. I'm one of those A-type personalities that um, wants to, like, talk all the time, you know, hence, I guess, why we're doing this podcasting. <laughs> but um, aside from that, um, 
is just practicing patience. And one way that I like to do that is through meditation. And so in the morning, sitting down in the same place, maybe on a yoga mat, on the floor, whatever it might be, and just like literally sitting there, breathing and listening, right? So like, for example, if we do that right now, right? Let's just do this for like 10 seconds. If you were to just pause and listen to the different noises that are happening around you, you'll start to notice a lot of little, little things. Right? So in, in that 10 seconds, you practice hearing those little crickets. I heard maybe three or four cr crickets making noises, right? Not literal crickets, but like different things. No, like crickets, like actual you insects. Can yeah, Damn. there was insects of, of crickets, right? <laughs> All I heard it was a truck. Yeah, and then you hear the truck, and then you hear like wind, right? And you hear... Electrical appliances. Electrical appliances, and you even hear like a small buzzing noise, which is probably all the radio frequencies that are surrounding us. Or even just the water cooler with the water heater in the house. Exactly, and when you start to listen to those little details, you start to hear uh, the different tremors in someone's voice and how that's shifting in the way that they feel. And I think that alone is also like a great practice of patience, but also a great way to practice observing small things. And focusing. And focusing on that. And so you, maybe you sit down there doing that for five minutes, or if you can't focus, start breathing and just focus on breathing. Right. So I think that's a, that's one thing that maybe you guys can try and you guys find useful. Yeah. Do you do anything like that, Stuart? Or, you know, I'm not, I'm not a sage like you when it comes to meditation. <laughs> um, but one of my favorite things or life experiences, I should say is a couple of summers ago, I went back to Taiwan to visit family and, uh, my sister is working in a restaurant. She was kind of managing a restaurant. She had me just for just for shits and giggles work work there, you know, as a waiter, just like a lowly waiter. You're not gonna get any preferential treatment. You're gonna wash dishes. You're going to work your ass off, basically. You know, you're gonna serve tables. You're gonna basically do do everything that's required of you in terms of customer service and also back of the kitchen work. I had no experience coming into this life, mind you. I was just still in the middle of college and I was thinking, okay, sure, I'll, I'll do it. Why not? My mentality has always been like, why not? Let's, let's shoot first and ask later and just do it. And one of, one of the most eye-opening things that happened during that summer uh, when I was working under my sister in that restaurant was she pulled me aside from my, my day-to-day tasks, you know, wiping the table, cleaning the floors, cleaning the toilet, cleaning, cleaning dishes, you know, setting up uh, utensils, just, just basic stuff like that. And she said, Stuart, I want you to observe the staff today. I want you to just stand with me here and just observe the staff for a good 10 to 15 minutes. I don't want you to do anything. I want you to observe when the store opens and when the first customers come in and when they arrive, how the first wave of customers are treated, how the customers' reactions are, what the staff's reaction looks like, um, you know, in terms of their, their behavior their facial expression? Are they smiling? Are they really happy when they're serving the food? Are they expressive and elevated when they're uh, recommending menu items to a customer, right? 
even the chefs. Look at the chefs. Look at the look at the bartender, not bartender, but look at the person mixing the drinks right at the counter. Like, what does their demeanor look like? Right? What does the entire atmosphere look like? And he said, "Sure, I want you to absorb all of this in and tell me what you see." And it's kind of like your meditation, you know. Maybe it's not ten seconds. Maybe it's fifteen minutes. Maybe it's an hour. Maybe it's two seconds, right? But when you pause to look at things and listen to things and just absorb things in, no thinking, just absorb things in, people watching is what, what my sister called it, people watching. And you, you see a lot of things that you're like, whoa, holy shit, I've been working here as a waiter for like three weeks now and I didn't really notice these things. And I realized, wow, this employee has a tendency to do this when they're not happy or when they're impatient or this employee likes to pull out the phone and, uh, you know, hover and disappear in the back for, for two to three minutes, you know, when it's not busy. You know, like this employee right here is hustling. They're cleaning the tables right away. You know, they're getting things done right away. They're greeting every single customer and they're asking everyone if they, they've already been helped, you know. And I was like, wow, this is really, really eye-opening. It was like, damn, I had not noticed this much in just 15 minutes of time. Three weeks of busting my ass, learning everything, and then just 15 minutes of standing there watching with my sister. And I was like, now I understand why you pulled me aside to look at it. And she's like, do you see what a good employee looks like and what a bad employee looks like? Do you see what a happy customer interaction looks like? And do you see what a bad customer interaction looks like? And I was like, this is this is basically the key of life in a nutshell. Like something as arbitrary as washing dishes, like waiting tables. Like we go through life not looking at that 15 minute window or that 10 second window of meditating. And we miss out on all these little key details. And it was from then on that I realized, wow, your demeanor and your attitude, you know, the way you hold yourself, someone is always watching, even if you think no one's watching you. Someone in some way, shape or form is always watching. And even if they aren't right now, eventually they will see you for, for who you are. Mm -hmm. And that's how I realized the importance of listening, taking in the information and also how you carry yourself because people are also observant. Mm -hmm. Non-observant people just go through life in ignorance. You know, mm -hmm. Ignorance in this case is not bliss, mm -hmm. in, in my opinion. Um, but for the people that are observant, they see things. That's why some people can pick up things quicker. Right? That's why some people can make adjustments quicker or recognize that changes have to be made or recognize that there are different points of view. It's that ability to have empathy and to observe your entire, your entire surroundings and really just, just process all of it at once. Mm, I agree. That, that was a very powerful, it's very, very big. powerful story. Um, I think a key element that I really extracted from that other than yes, like setting the time to observe, but also being immersed in that moment. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, because that could have went two ways. If you stood there and observed and like weren't focused on the right things or present to observe, then you would miss all those things right. as well. I saw right? the good and the bad and the ugly, but yeah. I also saw greatness, you know, all in one, all in one setting and one given time mm -hmm. amongst different people. Yeah. You know? And I think that's a something to practice on. And it comes back to patience is like, are you taking things one at a time? Right? Yeah. When you're in a conversation right now, like let's say you're listening to this podcast when you're on the way to work. 
or let's say you're listening to this podcast while you're working out, are you in the moment right now? Are you actually paying attention to the things that are happening around you and observing truly uh, the words that we're speaking? Are you observing or listening deeply and intentionally? Or are you just going through the motions of the sets, you know, or you just kind of cruising through traffic and looking at your phone, you know, whatever it is, multitasking, which I'm not a believer in. Yeah, me neither. And that's, that's a key, very crucial and key element for listening, right? So we talked about like, you need to have empathy. You need to remove your assumptions. You need to have patience. You need to be immersed into focusing and observing um, and being present in the moment. That desire to learn and also focus at the moment. Exactly. And the desire to learn. And also, um, the last thing is seeking to understand others first before you demand other people to understand you. The you first mentality. Right. Yeah. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. And that's one of my favorite lines from that book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I keep referencing that book if you've listened to previous episodes. But it's, it's a great book. It's a great line. Yeah. You know, if, if the other person doesn't feel like you're understanding them, why would they want to understand you? Mm-hmm. Right? There's just no point. Yeah, 100%. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap up the podcast. Yeah, I think, I think so too. I think we covered a lot of points today. Uh, listeners, I hope uh, this was helpful for you. Um, if you really enjoyed this podcast, make sure to leave a review. It helps uh, more people find us. Uh, Stuart, do you have anything to add? Yeah, like every episode, always one ask or one best practice is um, share. Share with everyone, you know, what your favorite practice is for helping to listen or helping to observe the world around you or helping to better understand other people and pass that that knowledge or pass that uh, that practice on to anyone else in your life that you think uh, could listen to this or could benefit from this skill. Fantastic. Another thing to you guys, uh, I just want to add this last point. If you guys have any ideas for our next topic for the podcast episodes, please feel free to shoot us an email. It's expressocornerpodcast at gmail.com. And we'd love to see what you guys would love for us to talk about. And maybe we could tackle that topic next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you.